0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Hello and welcome to the Newcastle Natter. That was good, wasn't it? You got it right that yeah. time. Hi, Dave. Hi. How are you doing? Hi, Paul. Hello. And when I say Dave, I mean Dave Watson. Uh huh. And I mean Paul Doolan. Yep. And my <laughs> name is Fergus Craig. So four points. This is like record-breaking <laughs> early
2: meltdown. This is impressive. Congratulations, Fergus. Right. You sit in this seat,
1: Dave. Okay, Dave. It's on the other side. How of the long table. have you been involved in the Newcastle Nutter? Plenty of time, and I don't. Okay, have a when I've been off, time. when I've been off, yeah. Have you always turned down the role of chair? Chair? Yeah. And I th- yes, you have. And I. Think- okay, so you can't <laughs> criticize the chair, Dave.
2: I can, and I'll tell you for why. why? Everybody who listens to this knows I bang on too much, and it would just be an hour of me
0: eulogizing.
1: Well, that is a. Really good point. (laughs) I should clarify
0: the chair is actually a jacuzzi as well.
1: (laughs) Yeah, okay. Paul, we don't have time for your metropolitan
0: (laughs) (laughs) humour
1: right now. Anyway. Um, Yeah, we don't have time for that. Let's crack on. Okay, what an appalling start (laughs) to
0: the podcast. (laughs) That's the worst ever.
1: Congratulations, guys. You've got through that opening two minutes. And now we're going to start talking about football, which for a change... Isn't that bad? I mean, it's good.
0: Yeah. There's yeah. been
1: two games since the last podcast. Yeah. I don't know if we'll talk in depth about the Man U game, but it was fun to watch, wasn't it? 3-3. Three oh, three.
2: Jesus. Yeah. Like My heart has just returned to normal. Who saw that coming? To West Ham. Nobody. I, I think
0: mean, we all thought it would be the most... Well, everything pointed towards it being nil-nil. Well, I can tell you what we all... boring.
1: I can tell you what we all thought, Paul. Ooh. Uh, you thought that we would win 1-0 Ooh. dave and myself we mm-hmm. both thought that we would lose 1-0 one nil. yeah and uh, and charlie thought we would win 2-0 none of us were right it was 3-3 i mean if there'd been one more goal mm-hmm. either side then that would have end up ended up on sky sports classics <laughs> well they're already think, saying one except, of the games except for the of the fact it was a pc sport game <laughs> <laughs>
2: They're saying it's one of the greatest game, well, one of the best games of the season. Certainly, yeah. but then to be fair, the, like the last couple of rounds of the Premier League, they've been amazing. Like there've been loads of great games in the Premier League this this last couple of fixture.
1: Yeah, well, I'm, uh, uh, that's by virtue of the fact I would have thought that uh, the standard of defending in the Premier oh League God, and the quality so of the actual uh, football is pretty poor. Yeah. But it does mean that you get after. After four 1-0 losses in a row, I thought that was a pretty enjoyable feast of football. Yeah,
0: I would... Well, I don't know if I'd have preferred that to a really dull 1-0 win, but I think I would have. Really? Yeah, I think it was, it just showed that we can actually play football excitingly. I agree,
1: I, agree. I mean, you, And you we ha- want to be entertained, don't you, from time to time. It's those sort of games that keep you... Keep you interested. I yeah. mean, I, I, we
2: can't go into it too much because we've got another game to cover and everything else, like the transfer window and whatnot. But wasn't a penalty for me. members, he's got his arm up and he's blocking Fellaini. He's not. Sorry, hang on. In Manu, Manu. Yeah, game. I know. Yeah. Okay,
1: but we. You've so got to explain to the listeners, Dave, which penalty you're okay, talking sorry. about. So, when are the, you uh, talking about the penalty appeal that Manu had? Yes. And uh, they did get a penalty, didn't they? They did. They, they did. did.
2: I didn't think it was a penalty. I thought that Mbemba was trying to shield... Was trying to basically block the the run the, the, of Fellaini. And his hand wasn't out trying to stop the ball. It was trying to stop the man. And he's so close to the man that when the ball comes back off... I don't, I don't think that's a penalty. I also think that we should have had a penalty... When jan Mart was put through and I think it was Chris Smalling took him out, I think that was a penalty. Um, so, f- for all we drew 3-3, we could have easily won that game. And if the officials were better at officiating,
0: I think we would have. I think they deserved their penalty. I th- watching it, At the time, I didn't. And then watching the replays back, you see sort of Mbemba looking behind him. His arm's in a really unnatural position. There's two things. I think definitely he can't get his arm out of the way Mm. when the ball is headed, but his arm shouldn't have been up there. It's not like a natural jumping position. It's not like you raise your arms. I'm just going to address
1: this. Uh, Dave's point is that his arm was out there to stop the Man U player, which would also have been a foul
2: no no, no because you 're allowed to use your your physique to 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 impede progress you sure. can't you can 't foul the guy i don 't think like a, like a physical tussle in the box is is necessarily a foul I think like a, like a shoulder barge or something like that that 's that's, that's within the laws of the game. I think that if he 'd had a hold like a, a handful of shirt or if there was a, a genuine shove, but this was just blocking and blocking's fine it 's obstruction.
1: I thought it was one of those decisions that could have gone either way Hmm. and didn't go for us. And Hmm. it felt particularly galling because of the run we were on and because we were playing all right and because we're a team who never gets penalties. (laughs) But then we got a penalty. We did. And
2: actually, I, I think that that was the... Of all the penalty incidents in the game... I think that was the most could have gone either way. Because yeah. Mitrovic had a handful of Smalling and Smalling had a handful of Mitrovic.
1: Certainly, yeah.
2: And it, genuinely, if that, if that had gone for a foul, I don't, think,
0: I don't think there would have been too many cries of... I
1: felt like maybe the ref was trying to even things up. Yeah, you got the feeling Absolutely, he'd been yeah.
0: told at half-time. Because like, Robbie Savage and the other commentator were saying there was no way it was a penalty. Yeah, And you got the feeling that had somehow filtered through to the referee's changing room at half-time.
1: Well, it's nice to be on the receiving end of some self-protection, self-preservation from Hmm. a referee there. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, it was a fun game. And then who would have thought that the guy who scored the, what was at times termed a screamer, <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I'm not yeah. sure if it was a screamer, but the guy to get the glorious equalising goal, which mm. made me jump to my feet in the pub that I was in, surrounded by Man U fans, <laughs> which I obviously would be because I live in London. Yeah, uh, that. I mean, it was. It was. Who would have thought? Paul Dummett. Yeah, that's,
2: that's probably the furthest forward he's been. Ever, in his life.
0: Which was nice to see, because he does tend to hold back quite mm. a bit. I noticed it at Watford the other week. He sort of, he'll get to the halfway line and then suddenly panic, mm. get altitude sickness and pass sideways or back. But yeah, it's dessert. I think it would have been a tough one to stop, even if it hadn't been deflected. Yeah, I mean,
2: it was definitely like laces through it, yeah. head down,
0: smash Shades it. of David Edgar. Yeah. Which is I mean, choice of David Edgar yeah. in more ways than one. Yeah, well, let's hope not, but yeah, probably.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, as we say, I thought it was a terrifically enjoyable game and after what we'd been through over Christmas, from a Newcastle fan's perspective, well-deserved.
0: Mm. I think the best thing about it for me was, bearing in mind the position we are in the league and that we are going to be in a bit of a battle, that we could come from behind twice. Yeah, like it showed there is character in that team.
1: And the second half performance was genuinely really good. I yeah. mean, it was a knockabout game that could have gone either way, but the second half performance there was so much pressure mm. from us and I know man you are by no means uh the best team in the league right now. No. But uh, there was we can we dominated that second half, hmm. and then we took that into our first half performance. Yeah, against West Ham on Saturday,
2: we uh, I, th- I saw it somewhere else, but we basically started that game in fifth gear. We came out of the blocks like a like a bullet. It was um it was just so entertaining. The sorry, the, what game? Oh, we started the, the, the manu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we started the Man U game in fifth gear. Yeah, like uh, sorry, the Swansea oh. game in, in fifth gear. The Swansea game. I'm we in West Ham. West Ham. Dave.
1: What, Dave? Come Dave. on, please yeah, I'm having one together. of those days. Anyway, but we didn't start the West Ham game in fifth gear. Fifth gear. The point I'm making is that we started it in
2: really first well. Gear. Yeah, really well. That's no, not fifth gear. Fifth gear is the fifth gear is flying. Totally
0: you don't right. drive do you? Yeah yeah <laughs> you do not drive. A
2: drive. Yeah we started the West Ham game really really well is the point I, mean, I was I'm trying to make and we picked up Leicester
1: <laughs> what, what's just happened. And uh, we really <laughs> want to leave I we're I'm trying to leave it behind. You're I okay. resign as chair <laughs> of the Newcastle i or pass the bucket. Brick, send in Charlie Hunter. <laughs> oh, God.
2: Um, we 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 started brilliantly in the in the, the West Ham game and I think the reason Swansea's on my mind is because of John Joe Shelby. yes and what a difference that player made to us I wasn't convinced, and I'm still not convinced because it still could just be a good debut, but he was he was able to stretch the play, he was able to get the most out of um like the the rushing Yanmat, which is kind of why I want us to instead of buying a striker, buy a left back because if we can get somebody doing what Yanmat does on the left. Brilliant. We, we we completely spread the play. We it, that'll be amazing. It's like it was a sixty-seven yard, yeah, saw that 67 of the day yard pass it. into the onto the on Russian Yanmar who took it brilliantly and then cut it back, cut it back well, found Vinaldum, bang, there's the goal. Well, I, I
1: listened to last week's Newcastle and on the way to record this yeah. one, and we we were all um, thinking that John Joe would probably, probably be coming to us, and we weren't sure whether he was what uh, we were after, and there was a lot of debate. Hmm. And in general, the mood was he, he could help us out, but it was a little underwhelming. Yeah. But, Paul, I'm not sure if there's been a better debut
0: for Newcastle in a long, long time. I can't think of many. Just the immediate... It's not just the passes he was picking out. It was the difference it made to the team. I mean, a lot of that's down to how bad our recruitment policy's been. There's been that gaping hole in the middle of our team since Kabai went, Mm. not having someone to link defense and attack. And it's like we'd suddenly fixed that hole, and the whole team suddenly worked. Like he said after the game, it didn't feel difficult to fit in because there's some really good players there, and they all seem to be on the same wavelength. But we've not had a midfielder who can play a forward pass since Kabay, I think.
2: Yeah, it was a really lovely quote from Vinaldom, who says that uh, said of Shelby, he, he's he's bringing football to the team, right? Which which is damning of <laughs> was Anita in earshot in, 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 <laughs> in, 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 in earshot in, in of that? <laughs> but it, it's true because it, it, even though he. Um, I mean, we'll, we might touch on it later. There's still a little bit. There's doubts about his personality and maybe his attitude. But the guy, honestly, the the passes that he was making. Not even. Not, I like, forget about the the. The, the passes that led to the assist that led to the goal. Forget about them. Just his close control and his comfort on the ball and his uh, vision of the not not just the next pass, but the pass that follows the pass. Mm. It's He controlled the game, it
0: was yeah, lovely he did. to watch. It, it was, was it was just very calm h- and we we don't tend as a team to do calm football. No. Where people want the ball and just want to distribute it forward. I yeah, tell you anyway. what it
1: was, it was Gerrard-esque well, oh. I mean it's one game. Yeah. I know I'm I say that completely aware of how absurd that is. But, but Moussa Sissoko
0: agrees with you. I don't know if you saw his quotes. Yeah. Right. He said he's our Stephen Gerrard. Well, I Moussa
1: d- Sissoko, I would say is the last player who had a debut as good as that. Oh, it's good uh, show, show. Chelsea. It's a good game. show. Yeah. And uh that has gone Take from that what you will. <laughs> I, I'm a Musa Sissoko fan, but, but he's been an inconsistent player. But that all, doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean that Shelby will be.
2: No, uh, but all I was going to say is it's always nice to see the the teammates praising a player's ability or vision yeah. or something like that because they're obviously seeing more than we do because they're on the receiving end of the the pass or they they're the guy that goes. Oh thank
1: God he 's in space! I can find him easily um, he didn't just set up Yamat for that uh mm. nope that uh, cross uh, brilliant first touch by La there oh, yeah, yeah. for that Jan Matt has goal.
0: really come along the last few games as well
1: yeah I mean he
0: still can be suspect
1: defensively oh, but, yeah, yeah yeah
0: but well, there uh, was a the thing. I don't know if you saw at the end of the first half they were showing the average positions of Newcastle players, right? And our third most forward player was Matt. right? <laughs> Just, the whole team. I think it has looked... been
1: quite common though this season. Yeah. In the early part of this season, he seemed there were a couple of games where he was he seemed like our biggest attacking threat. Was
2: well, he, right? he is.
0: Well, he has him and Sissoko
2: definitely on the on the right hand side have definitely been the, the the biggest threat, which is as I said before that's why I want a Yanmat on the left because. That will kick us on further because, as you were saying, Paul, when Paul Dummett gets to the halfway line, he freezes and he panics and he, he doesn't know mm. what to do next. You stick like even someone and like someone of Olivia Bernard's ilk, where he's yeah. just head down. Let's go. Let's let's let's. I think
1: to- I think Olivia Bernard, circa whenever it was, two thousand three, yeah. whatever. Right now would be great
0: even um, sort of Jose Enrique well it's about yeah. partnerships as well the Enrique yeah, yeah. Jonas one it feels i'm not sure Perez is best out on the left he's worth having in the team because of his finish but definitely. for me i don't know if we'll get onto like Andros Townsend but Aaron's being back fit as well it feels like the left wing position is sort of there for somebody to take mm. i prefer the exactly. idea of Perez coming off the bench but we have okay. to make mention of Vinaldon just uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we're
1: definitely going to get onto Vinaldon but we haven't even even mentioned the f- first goal <laughs> and uh, that was set up uh, indirectly by a Shelvey pass as well mm. a pretty good one to Vinaldin Mitrovic Vinaldum Sorry no yes to Vinaldum who set it up for Perez yeah correct good finish by Perez very lovely good. and again it's 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 when he doesn't have a lot of
2: time on the ball when he's just like it's a one shot one one touch Finish. that's it's instinctive and i like it and Well
1: uh, the fact that he takes a few dead balls for us i think that says that perez is he's he's capable of a good
0: he's, got, a good strike. Te- he's a, got good a, a, a he's a got good
1: good yeah. technique yeah but
2: you, you you brought up uh mitrovich and there was a there was a stat by i think it was opta and it was talking about like chances created over the uh over the, the the weekend, and it was uh, most chances created in the Premier League this weekend. It was um, Ericsson for for Spurs with six, and then it was uh, it was Alexander Mitrovic and Genie Van Aldum both with five, followed by Firmino. This this, mm. this says to me that we are creating a lot of chances. And Mitrovic, he's not going to get the headlines because Genie Van scored one and assisted one. John Joe Shelby had a great game, and you know. Spread the play and all the rest of it, but Mitrovic, Mitrovic was amazing. Like his link-up play, his his hold-up
1: play was absolutely superb. Interesting, he... interesting. Sure, Tom, I mean he was getting a a fair bit of shit on Twitter. I mean, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Twitter's and, generally
0: yeah, quite stupid. Though. I know. I know.
1: <laughs> and uh, a regular Newcastle Natter uh, listener, Tom Ansell, mm. tweeted us: Great win. Hate to say it, though, but Mitrovic is our worst player in that starting eleven. Holds the ball up, and that's it.
2: I couldn't disagree more. I mean, the the, the stats say it for themselves. He, he created five chances. Now, that's not... I mean, one of which was a goal. No. <laughs> I'm thinking of the Man U, the knockdown <laughs> you're, for the final You're Wijnaldum still in girl. first. Are you yeah, thinking about mate. Swansea? Are you... <laughs> 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 uh, no, like Mitrovic, he's creating chances. He's linking up well. He's he's the physical presence that you need him to be when you're under the cosh. Because there were so many of the so many of the times where the ball was cleared and it came to, to Mitrovic, and all he did was play it back to within about thirty yards of our own half but just we kept the ball and we were able to build from that and move forward and then Shelby was getting on the ball more and all the rest I of think it.
0: if you compare two games from this weekend, our game and the Spurs-Sunderland game, mm-hmm. kind of there were periods when we were a little bit like Sunderland under the cosh and just clearing it up. We had Mitrovic who would always manage to win the ball and just calm things down. They had Defoe who couldn't, win Mm. it in any way, and it just came back at them, and they were just under relentless pressure and ended up losing. I think what Mitrovic brings to the team is more important than him missing chances. Well, he
1: does something that Defoe can't do in that respect, but does Defoe do something that Mitrovic can't do in the fact that he's a damned good finisher?
0: For the moment, yes.
1: uh, Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's something that
2: Mitrovic isn't doing yet, but Give, like the the quality of chances that we're going to be able to provide him with, if if John Joe Shelby takes even like seventy percent of the form that he he showed in mm-hmm. in his debut, if he shows that moving forward, the the supply from the right hand side in Sissoko and Yanmar, the supply through the centre with uh, Vinaldon, with Perez with Shelby, Mitrovic will score goals. Like the, the chance he got, like the the one that's been getting the headlines where he was put through. He tried to place the ball where, to be honest, in that position, a guy like him just leather it. Just absolutely smash it. And if it, I think the Newcastle fans would be more forgiving if it clipped off the, the bar and went wide or if it went, you know, a foot yeah. wide or whatever. They, if he just leathered it. Because he's trying to be cultured he's and not he's just doing not.
1: comical, no, Shola Ami air shots. No. Out no. for a throw in. No. He's. He's just not. I mean, he he is scoring the old odd goal. It's it's not.
0: It does suggest it's it's a confidence thing because he's not. He's not missing by miles. He clearly knows how to score. See, I don't think he's just not putting them away. He scored twenty-eight.
1: He scored twenty-eight goals last season. I know that was in Belgium. Yeah, but it's still. I don't think that the chances in a different league are all that different. It's not like they're
0: all happens usually
1: you're faced by a goalkeeper who's i mean they might be a bit worse but it's once you have child
0: goalkeepers in belgium (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they do that is true i always forget that (laughs) but
1: ultimately you've the goal is the same size yeah and you've still got a grown man so i don't think i don't think
2: it's confidence because i I don't think that Mishovic oh, is lacking know. confidence. Look look at how he immediately grabbed the ball in the Man U game and was like, No, I am taking this penalty. I think that's more pun-
0: arrogance than confidence. Uh, okay. I, for me, if you look at even in the last game, when he's not got time to think about a chance, he just snaps at it and it's by and large on target and forces a save. Yeah. It's when he has. Like the, the biggest miss at the weekend, he was sort of through on goal yeah, yeah, yeah. and had to place it. But there was a crucial couple of seconds to think about it.
1: Well, we keep saying that we're creating a lot of chances. yeah. But over the last month or so, when you compare it to other teams in the league, we're not actually creating an exceptional amount of chances. So hopefully, if the last two games are anything to go by, and we've been through this before, we did beat... Liverpool and Tottenham in a row. That yeah. hopefully, if this shows, if we can put this kind of attitude into our games over the coming months, Mitrovic will get more chances and um, more opportunities yeah. to increase his, his confidence. Yeah, I mean, the other whatever, thing for whatever him, whatever well, it is that, what, which is stopping him, when he's won every won
0: game recently that he's been up front alone on has been a crucial game that we've needed to get something from where it's felt like there's a panic that's the
1: nature of our position in the table. Yeah,
0: but I mean, hopefully we'll reach a point where it can settle down. Yeah, and
2: and we we took, uh, there were 23 shots from Newcastle uh, in the last game. We had, uh, 10 of them were on target. And counterintuitively, 15 of those 23 shots came in the second half.
1: Where... I love the way you're throwing out all these figures, Dave, without (laughs) even notes in front of you, I mean... Are you reading that upside down?
2: No, I just remember.
1: Yeah, just um, remember. It's, it's, but yeah, it's so, really so, impressive. Thanks. <laughs> so 50, but 15 of them are in the
2: second half, where, where West Ham were in the ascendancy. And we still managed to get, like, five on target in the second half, and there were, I think there were, like, 15 in the second half, something like that. But what that says to me is we're, 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 we are creating chances.
1: Here's the thing. Yeah? First half, I mean, I was so... I enjoyed that performance so much. Mm. And like I say, I enjoyed the second half performance at Man U. Second half, mm-hmm. we weren't terrible, but we weren't that far away from throwing that game away. From that being a 2-2. Yeah, I mean, that didn't happen, but yeah. how different would this podcast be if it, from if that been, position yeah. we hadn't been able to get three points
0: again? But we also weren't that far away from a 3-1 win. Yeah, I was going to say, I think an, yeah. that's the game, is it? We deserve to win and we won. So I think. We
1: absolutely deserve to win. And uh, Bilic said in his interview after the game that right from minute one, we were the better side and we were mm. first to every ball.
2: One thing that we haven't touched upon at all is there was another person who had his debut. Savey came that's on right. and yeah, Saivey right. came on. And my my opinion of him was...
0: Ah, it's he's alright. I co- I, like, I didn't he... I didn't
2: like he didn't do anything to get me out of my seat. I thought
0: he had a tricky start but then looked quite solid. Yeah well, it, he gave the way
1: Because of the game situation hmm. his his only real job was just to sort of calm things down and keep possession. I thought early on I thought he really quickly needs to learn the English for man on, yeah. <laughs> because there was a moment where the crowd were shouting it, and I was like, he probably doesn't know that yet, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because he lost possession there. But in
0: general, I don't
1: think it's anything L'om to judge him on.
0: You can tell he's used to having more time on the ball, but yeah, yeah. Thought he lost the ball quite badly in that way once, and then immediately sort of recovered. Oh, that, he that's, looked his positioning was really good. he, he broke up some of their moves he also quite well. did we were We were
1: wondering there was some debate over whether he was a winger or he was a central midfielder mm. if he was another number ten or if he was more defensive and the first position position he played in was a kind of defensive midfielder, yeah, uh, which means. Who knows? But he yeah. might end up being
0: useful. I would not be sleeping very well if I was Jack Colbeck <laughs> at the moment.
1: Well, that actually
2: brings up a decent point because um, Dummett went off injured and they said that it was uh, it's like a hamstring twinge and he's in yeah. contention for the Watford game, but we don't know, blah, blah, blah. And he's saying that oh, potentially Jack Colback will play a few games at well, left-back. He, he
1: covered at left-back, didn't he? And
2: that worries me because Colbeck's not got a great amount of pace, can't take on a man... Not great at delivering a ball and is and is
1: prone to the rash challenge and he did, he did, at left back. He did a job. He did a I job. Did he did a, a job steady. at the end of the game, but he it d- it highlights a situation that we've all been talking about, that we've got ourselves into, where we don't have any cover at left yes. back. So hopefully I'm I'm not hearing any rumours about any left backs us no, out to sign, but no, hopefully no. that's something we're looking into. Well, Actually I think Cole's we'll sign one. Supposedly,
0: going to the MLS. Yeah. I think we'll sign <laughs> Jethro <laughs> Williams in the summer. I don't think we'll bring one in this window. You
1: think we'll sign who? Jethro
0: Williams? Yeah, it? yeah,
1: Jethro Williams.
0: From Feyenoord? It's like um,
1: Genie's best right. buddy.
0: Right, okay. But I don't but think we'll we bring one
1: do, in. You don't think at the end of this January transfer window we will sign one? Not in this window, electric. I
0: don't think we will. I could think it's, it's risky. risky. God damn I agree, but I don't think we will.
2: Because I think we've got like Domit, who's a centre-half. We've got Mbabu, who's a utility young
0: yeah, player.
2: Back. Yeah, You've got Haidara, who's perma-injured. Mm. And then you've got Colback, who has never
1: been a left-back. Speaking good- of perma-injured... Yes, sir. For ten points, what injury... <laughs> put <laughs> CMD Young
0: out of action this weekend? <laughs> Paul, I already know, but other, Paul, you would why never guess it? Otherwise, <laughs> good God! Paul,
1: what, what, what was it that happened to CMD on that meant he couldn't Look, play this It's weekend?
0: a, it's an injury that every footballer at some stage in their career gets. He was poked in the eye.
1: <laughs> He's poked in the eye. I <laughs> mean,
0: uh, punctured really lung, blinded?
1: punctured lung, poked in the eye. It's uh, should we have signed Inspector Clouseau? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Incredible, Jesus he's Frank uh, Spencer
0: yeah. he is ridiculous so uh, one right. thing I wanted to say about the Watford game yes, just because, the, the
1: upcoming Watford game this Saturday because
0: yeah. the worry about having no pace at left back I think Watford really are just a long ball team at the moment they'll just hoik it up to Dini and he'll try and get it down to Igala that's all they do I wouldn't be surprised if we go three at the back again so there would be more mm. of a left wing back. In which case, Saive might yeah, yeah. get a game there. You never know. Or um, if fit, I think he's injured. I think he's, moment, I, I don't
2: think he's fully
1: fit now. Do
0: you? But Dummett might be fit as well. let yeah. talk about. Do you think,
1: uh, in the medium term, by which I refer to the rest of this season, this little run of form, which lets. Let's calm down a little bit here, <laughs> Yeah, It's four points from two games. Yeah. And two really good halves.
0: Champions League form. Yeah.
1: yeah. Do we feel like this might be a slight negative in the sense that will it stop Mike Ashley from spending? Well, I'll let Paul take
0: this. I don't think it will. Right. He seems... They, well the club seem to be sticking to their talk of spending close to 50 million in each window mm. and there was news earlier today that he's willing to break the club transfer record for what's his name at West Berahino which means whether he, that's we, true or not
1: which is his, his way of saying I'm willing to spend more than 17 million pounds yeah but even then that's that's 17 that's
2: another 17 million pounds which will take us up to 80 million quid and we and talked I would about, be... we talked
1: about berahino a bit uh mm. in the last pod, and I mean the question is one, do we want to spend that kind of money? I would say yeah, but two, is he the right player that remains to be seen
0: well the thing the good thing about three will we get him The good thing about being football fans is that we'll underrate him until he comes to us and say, well, he's suspect and we don't know what will happen. As soon as he's in a Newcastle shirt, we'll start talking about the amazing potential and how great (laughs) a signing it is. Which
1: is exactly what happened with
0: With John Joe Shelby. Shelby.
2: Oh, while I remember that, um, the, the contentious decision about has John Joe Shelby killed... And a valentia or anything like that. It's been it's been quashed. Sorry, you, you know, need the, to explain the what suspected elbow. The elbow. Yeah, the suspected elbow. Oh, though, yes. yeah, yeah, that's been quashed, and it's not going any further. Oh so, well, that is really yeah, good just, news.
1: I just wanted. Um, to. What you're referring to was uh, uh, an incident between Shelby yeah. and. Valencia let's not call him Valencia it's I mean Gianluca Valencia oh, like, stop Sorry. showing off thank you <laughs> okay there was an incident and there was some talk over whether Shelby would be getting a suspension for that which I thought was a little unfair yeah uh, cuz it it was it was not the you know, one it thing would, i would it was say call, is- it was called an elbow but I don't know if it really was an elbow, as you might normally term it. And if you're right, Dave, and he doesn't have a suspension, then good. Well, i got quite... the information from Paul. Yeah, so no, they've so the
0: Daily Mail was reporting an hour ago. Well, that's and where if I, it's I get anyone my <laughs> you can trust is <laughs> the Daily Mail. But it was quite a hard shoulder that you did worry could lead to early onset dementia. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey. Oh, well done. I like well what you done there. Speaking, going back to Berahino. Yeah, I was Speaking say. of strikers mm. who we've been linked with, yes. one striker we were linked with uh, a lot over the past year has been Charlie Austin. Yeah. And in the last podcast, you, Dave, said that... Rather than spending eighteen million on Berrejino, you'd rather we spent fifteen million on Charlie Austin. Yeah. Our own Charlie Hunter said, Do you think we could get him for ten million? And you scoffed at that, you said no. Yeah. And what did Southampton just get him for? Four million. Yeah. Four
2: million? Wait, that is unreal. Like, I appreciate that I i made some bold statements. However... That's what this is about, and we love you for it. I was going to say, like, <laughs> nobody said, David, you're being ridiculous. No. No, because no, no. everybody thought, you know... Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a... I mean, it's an assertive position he's taken, but sure, let, let's get more, Yeah, Four but, million... I have no idea why the rest of the Premier League haven't... If, if four million quid's the, the the going rate for him, why the rest of the Premier League weren't going in for him? Because even a team like... Man U Liverpool uh, who's up there at the minute like Leicester uh, Everton any of those would benefit from a four million
1: pound Charlie Austin I would have thought that there's a couple of factors in that Mm. Uh, one of which which being it's probably high in his priority list uh, the Euros and he wants to feel like sure he's he's certain that he'll be starting which most of those teams that you've just mentioned isn't a, isn't a certainty And uh, two, when you compare them to us, I mean, we're not appetizing, I would have thought, for a lot of clubs in the sense that who the fuck knows what's going on at Newcastle all the time. You know, it's always up and down and it's all a bit unpredictable. Sure. Southampton is not unpredictable. No, they're going to be mid-table. In that respect, you know, it's it's, 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 it's a safer bet. Mm. As a footballer with the options that Charlie Austin had, it might have been a personal decision. And also, maybe Southampton are paying wages that we wouldn't be paying. He has an, family on yeah. the South Coast as well. Yeah,
0: it
2: could be a heap of reasons. But, but it's but a shame to miss like, out on him. But the, the, the difference yeah. between like Bournemouth have just spent £8 million pounds on Lewis Graben from Norwich and he's like Lewis Grabham he's not a prolific goal scorer by any stretch of the imagination and they've spent eight million so even if who's Bor- the
1: one Stephen Naismith is going to yeah yeah so Stephen uh, Norwich. Like, N-
2: N- Norwich have just spent the eight million they've managed to cut out of Bournemouth for Lewis Grabham they've they've spent that on Lewis Na- uh, Stephen Naismith and I don't think Stephen Naismith is going to change there and I don't want to get too well, much into to the other club
1: the transfer fees is only the half of it there's always oh wages. sure yeah. Yeah. sure sure but like, like
2: you look at Charlie Austin, and Charlie Austin would improve fifty percent of the Premier League striking options.
1: While well, we're talking about transfers, just quickly. Sure. Something I wanted to mention before about John jo- John Joe John- Go- Shelby. Shelby. Yeah, amazing that Swansea, a team, a direct rival yeah. in the relegation yeah. battle, mm. so sold us someone who, understandably, maybe maybe they felt he was surplus to requirements, or or he clearly wanted to leave understandably yeah but for them to sell him to us incredible but then you you look at uh, Swansea and they're
2: like Bafatimbi Gomi from Swansea is available to to suitors and we're linked
0: linked with him as well there's a 7 million pound release clause apparently I
2: wouldn't I wouldn't activate that release clause for Bafatimbi Gomi he hasn't done anything I feel like we've been linked to Bafatimbi Gomi like a lot. Every transfer yeah. window yeah. for the last seven years. But uh Sunderland are chasing Andre Ayu, who only just recently joined Swansea yeah. and and he's available to them if they want him. Mm. It's well, if they want to meet I think it's they they've offered ten million and that's been ten yeah, million. Yeah, again I don't want to get twelve too much or fourteen into the, yeah. into the other sides. But Swansea genuinely look like they're preparing for life in the championship.
0: Yeah.
2: That's bonkers. There's something
0: weird saying, going on there where they're not fighting to say they seem to be saying, well, Let's just take the worst case scenario. Yeah, down. their managerial the appointment. We, maybe today we'll see. Is very Do you remember
1: odd. a couple of years ago when everyone was thought what the fuck is going on at Southampton, and it turns out they were they knew what they were doing. But at yeah. the same time, Swansea are in a relegation battle. What are you are referring, you are to, the <laughs> referring yeah. to
0: the emergence of Craig David? I'm referring to the
1: emergence of Craig David as usual. So. Uh, where are we? The at? other transfers I wanted
2: to talk about, yes. quick. Uh, you've got Andros Townsend uh, for twelve million. Is the is the report? Of well, yeah, that I've the heard.
1: the latest talk is yeah. Is that that's that's not there's a good chance that won't be happening.
2: Well, I'm really? not that disappointed because he's as inconsistent as Sissoko. He's not played a lot of games in the Premier League. And he's a one-trick pony. He's very much Damien Duff. Bombs down the wing, 90-degree turn, takes a swing of his boot, ball goes into the, the stands. Not thought, oh, I'm not I excited would, about Well, Well First Tansin. off, I
1: thought Damien Duff was a damned good player in his day. In his day? But that was well before he signed for sure. us. Sure. Well, Andres Townsend is a lot younger than Damien Duff was when I we signed don't rate, him. I really don't remember really I'd think.
0: take him just for the reason. If you look at... We've got a guy like Mitrovic... Up front, yeah. that would feed off wingers. The only winger we seem to have at the club is Obertan, and <laughs> yeah. Townsend. He is consistent, but he can put a ball in the box. But he, that, that's the thing; he can, but he
2: refu- like he adamantly refuses to do that. He would much rather drive to the eight, the edge of the eighteen yard box, turn left, and then take a shot. He do- he's not the winger that he should be. No, but
0: I think we'd be playing him on the left. If you look at where our gap is at the moment, I think we'd be playing him to cut in. But then you're asking him
2: to play a position that he hasn't been playing and to fulfil a role that he hasn't been fulfilling for the last two or three years. I'm not in favour of spending £12 million on Andros Townsend.
1: Little side note, as I've mentioned a few times, there was a, a time for a few years when I was a regular attendee at Brisbane Road, watching Leighton Orient, mm-hmm. and in that time they had uh, a connection with Tottenham Hotspur, and I regularly saw, Andres Townsend, mm-hmm. Tom Carroll, right. Harry Kane, yeah, Charlie Daniels.
2: Charlie Daniels was doing very at, well at Bournemouth.
1: Yeah, all these pl- Charlie Daniels was great. Yeah. at Leighton Orient. All the, Leighton Orient now mid-table in League Two. But all these players they had who mm-hmm. who went on. To do what they've done,
2: and the last, last signing, last one, promise is uh, Lacazette. We're still apparently chasing him. Twenty-five million is the last time, last thing I heard he for him. It sounds
1: like the next Gomez for us. I mean, uh, we're yeah, always linked with him
2: because uh, it sounds to me like it's not the it's not Leon who doesn't want to sell. It's he the doesn't want to come us. And
1: you say last player, but I've got another one for you. Okay, oh, this is from nufc.com. dot com and. They've got a story here suggesting that, that and Townsend, Townsend move probably isn't going to happen. Cool. And he's probably going to stay with uh, Spurs. But that there is... The Telegraph are apparently suggesting that our backup deal is Matt Phillips of oh, from QPR. QPR. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, former Scotland international.
2: Well, see, he's yeah. more of an out-and-out winger than Townsend is because Townsend fancies himself as the you know the the inside forward like the that's what he, he yeah. wants to cut in and score goals he doesn't want to provide Matt Phillips is more the winger I'd I'd be happy we'll with see. that and it probably we cost
1: will, us less we I'd be
0: happy with either
1: yeah. okay. to be honest we shall see and also it looks like it's not actually gone through I thought it had but it, it's still in negotiations check tiote it yeah. looks like he's probably played our last game for us.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, he's going to go to the Chinese Super League, where you know we all want to go. <laughs> where footballers go to die. <laughs> where footballers go to die. He's going to go to the Chinese Super League. I mean, I tweeted at one stage. I mean, he's going to look interesting walking down the streets of Shanghai. I think Chetio. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, we've got a uh, Florian Tovans. Yeah, yeah, but just about oh, Chetio. He, yeah. w- he was quoted as. Uh, Eight million. Apparently, it's going to be more like five million. Sure. But if you, again, it's always about. It's not just about transfer fees. But if you say we got John Joe for twelve million, and let's say we're selling him for five million, actually, John
0: I wouldn't Joe be surprised. If, I yeah. wouldn't
1: be surprised if John Joe's on less wages than Gioe was on.
0: Mm. Anyway. Possibly. But so,
1: yeah. uh, I would say that's a pretty damn good. I think Teote's
0: had a few good games recently, but he's had he so many bad performances over the last year. Been with us he's a long played. time though, Teote yeah.
1: and uh, and I think we'll always be remembered for a number of things Some of them really positive. (laughs) He was he was a beast at stages. Oh yeah! That goal against Arsenal. That goal against Arsenal. That one goal, the only goal (laughs) that disallowed goal against Man City.
0: Yeah,
1: and also a really good bet for a yellow card. Oh yeah, Yeah. guaranteed.
0: We'll miss him, but he's not been the player he was. And Dave, yeah,
1: (laughs) that's true. And Dave, you which is. and you were saying he's not the player that he was and that is pretty much uh, solidified by the fact that he's being signed by a club in the Chinese yeah. league. <laughs> and and uh, Dave you were just about to tell us that Tovan is off right
2: Yeah yeah Tovan's off it looks like he's going away on loan with a with a an option to buy it looks it looks like it's exactly the same deal as Remy Cabella, which calls into question the deal for Tovan and calls into question su- of Remy Cabela. We've su- spent
1: it suggests that uh, it's now becoming Traditional for French left wingers to have their gap year <laughs> <laughs> in Newcastle. In North not East even
2: Newcastle a year, there. though. But the thing is, months. we spent
1: twenty million quid plus.
2: Like, because there's uh, there's disagreements about how much it is, but it's definitely over twenty million quid, trying to replace Hatem Ben Arfa.
0: Yeah, that's insane. Like, because tw- ah, I fucking love. Hatem I think that
1: Hatem. But I mean, I loved Hatem Ben Arfa, but.
0: He made it's, it's, a lot of his own bed at our club. I as think well, I think
1: Pardew deserves Pardew. a lot of blame, but yeah. but by the same token you know,
0: Did I'm, you see the Pardew Ben Arthur quotes this week?
1: Because oh, they yeah, were talking about,
0: about, right. about Emmanuel Adebayor Always been linked with Palace, which <laughs> That's would be the right, worst yeah. move possible. But Pardee came out and said, well, if I can control Hatton Ben Arthur, then I can control anyone, pretty much. I'm paraphrasing.
1: So, which is a way of saying, I can't, I can't yeah. control him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but he was implying that he'd managed to like expertly manage this difficult performer into putting in his best performance. like, no, you oh, kind of ran him out of the club. And... Uh, kind of
1: he absolutely did and it'll be interesting dwarred, yeah
0: but he didn't force feed him into coming back over
1: it'll be um, interesting to see what happens with Padre and Palace yeah they're in a terrible run of form because no goals in bad. 5
0: games they're, uh, yeah although really I was good. I had dinner at a friend's house who's a Palace season ticket holder on Saturday and was sort of bringing this up and he quite rightly said why do you lot care so much about what happens to us? Like, let it go.
2: No, the reason that we care so much is because it was rammed down our throats that we had forced him out of the club and that we didn't know how good we had it with him. And he's a great yeah. coach. And now that he's being proven to be the, the bang average coach that we saw, it's quite nice to say to people yo, fuck you, we were right. I
0: think we would be better off just saying, well, whatever happens there happens, and we would look like we oh, have a sure. lot more dignity. But
1: then you... I just think it would be best if everyone was nice to everyone. <laughs> <Okay>. Football <laughs> nice. fans
2: are not renowned for their, you know, grace. Well, you're not, Dave. I th- I...
1: <laughs> look so... at the
2: Stoke fans, see if they're gracious. Okay.
1: <laughs> so, we have an upcoming game. Sure. At Watford away yeah. again, the second time in a fortnight.
2: Yeah.
1: Paul, you've been there. We're not going to I've been Only there, was, mate. Yeah, you've I've been, been there. there. None of us are going to this one, are we?
0: No. Do, what do you reckon? I think we're going to win. Yeah. I think Watford away at Watford. I well, I think they've overachieved in the first half of the season. They look, I mean, they looked so poor against us and we just couldn't yeah. convert chances. I think we'll create even more this time. Fair enough, they dropped a few players, but they're reliant on long ball up to Deeney down to a Galo score. It depends how we set up and how we deal with Troy Deeney as to how we do, but I think we'll be too good for them. Give us a scoreline.
1: 2-0. Two 2-0? Nil. Two nil. Wow, away at yeah. Watford. Well, that would be nice.
0: Although, in my predictions for the last two games, I did at least get the right number of Total points, if not the results.
1: Okay, all right. Noted. Dave, you deserve some credit. I forgot to mention the West Ham game. You predicted 2-1 to us, so well done. I should stop putting money on this. Yeah. No, you shouldn't, because looking over... (laughs) 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 Uh, What would be your prediction? I don't know. They're they're
2: playing Swansea tonight. um, Which we could really do with them winning. Yeah, we could really do with Watford winning that. Um, I don't know. I I I can't see us going on a lovely run of stringing a a load of wins together. And we've got some like we've got Everton, West Brom, and Chelsea coming up after Watford. I think we'll draw this one. But I mean, we are we are much better at home than we are away, points wise. I think we're going to pick up points away to Watford. Yeah, I'll go one-one. 1-1.
1: One one. I yeah. was going to go one one, Dave. I think I'm going to go one one. One one, which I don't think would be that bad a result. And looking ahead to the rest of the season, yeah. As always, I think we're uh, we're a very reactive. Yeah, yeah. Podcast. I mean, this has been a very cheery one. The base, <laughs> Yeah, it's not that long ago that we beat Spurs in Liverpool, yeah. and then lost four games in a row, one 0
0: Bear in mind, within a couple of hours, we could be back in the relegation zone. As well. That is true. That is true. And
1: that Paul is referring there to the Swansea Watford game, which is tonight, as we stand, but not as you're listening. You know more than us, right now, guys. You know more than us. Uh, <laughs> And uh, now let's talk about what has uh, become a theme of this year. <laughs> what is the percentage likelihood that we will go down, Paul? Last week, I won't tell you what you were at last week. I was going to
0: ask, but I'm going to say 30%. 30% that we would go down.
1: Yeah. Uh, you, last week, uh, so the four points has got taken you from thirty percent from forty five percent chance of us going down to thirty percent yeah that's, but it was good performances and a couple of but it good the signings. Personnel, yeah yeah fair enough dave i 'll say twenty five percent twenty five percent and Dave you were at forty percent which is I think as, as, as you yeah, yeah that's as high as you've been I was at fifty yeah. percent I think I'm consistently the most negative in terms of whether we'll go down and i'm I'm also persistently, possibly the most reactionary. <laughs> and uh, it's 100% what's Ham up <laughs> And we're going to win the
2: Champions League.
1: I'm going to put it. I'm going to put it down to a 40% likelihood. Okay. Uh, of us going down because I, I do still think that we are incredibly capable of a, a run of mm. awful games. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I've got a stat.
2: That I really want the Newcastle fans to. Okay, to
1: well, I'm speak. afraid we don't have time for that, Dave. So... <laughs> no, let's hear the stats. Just let's...
2: really, really quickly uh, 50% of Sunderland's points have come against 10 men. Two of those red cards were rescinded on appeal, and the appeal for the third wasn't <laughs> available. So they are incredibly lucky to have the 18 points Deck. that they do. They should only have eight. Dave,
0: you know how uh, we were Dave, talking Dave, about dignity. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't Dave, care. This Dave, is this, this is, is something necessary. that I find
1: really funny about David. Oh, fucking hate Sunderland. <laughs> is one of his main things that he'll say about Sunderland is they're obsessed with us. They oh. are <laughs> obsessed with us. But also, you will throw into a podcast which has nothing to do with Sunderland and Sunderland yeah, haven't, but but hasn't I'm... been mentioned. You will find some kind of weird little stat, and you will also on your Twitter account. It's quite clear sometimes <clears> from some of the things that you tweet, that you troll Sunderland Football Club forums for mental things that various (laughs) oddballs have said. Yeah, but they could do exactly the the same with us.
2: They honestly refer to themselves as the entertainers. That's maybe one or
1: two guys. I don't care, it's
2: just funny. But But the the idea that that they're obsessed with us
1: and your obsession with them are too... Countering ideas. I never look for
2: their result first. It's just it's just, Well it's, well done, Dave. Yeah, well okay. done.
1: <laughs> you never look for Sunderland's result first. No, but they do. I'm just saying. Fuck them.
2: <laughs> that's a good
1: stat. Fifty oh,
2: percent right. of the, the the their points it, come it's from a against Tenman. It's men, a,
1: good, 10 stat. Men and it's a good stat. You should go on the a Sunderland podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well that's I the end. You. But it's been uh, very enjoyable to spend some time in the company of Dave Watson, thank you. Thank you. And Paul Doolan. Thank you. And in the company of you, the Newcastle <laughs> Natter listener. I've Please been... follow us at Newcastle Natter. Please uh, go on Facebook. We've got a Facebook page. Download the app. Do all those things because, you know, they help. My name is Fergus Craig. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. This is a Playback Media production served to you in association with
0: Why Not Think People.